Hey everyone, I'm here with my nan who lives in BC and we're going to be talking about the effects in the ecosystem in her province. So the first uh, question we'll be talking about is what are a few things you see when you walk or drive past the forest that affects the ecosystem? Uh, Hi Taylor. (laughs) Thanks for having me on here as your guest. Okay, so I've given this a little bit of thought. And when you drive past or walk through the parks, um, I guess what affects the ecosystem there is um, debris. Plastic cups and garbage and everything that's usually in the streams and little rivers that go through there. And um, we have a park here that's very close to the highway. So um, it's Goldstream Park and you have the exhaust from all the diesel trucks and the buses and everything as well, just kind of floating and going into going into the forest there, which isn't healthy for the forest at all. Okay, and the second question is how has the beaches changed from when you from when you moved there? Okay, so with that, actually, um, the ocean itself, since we've moved here, has actually improved, which is kind of interesting, isn't it? And that's because there's been a weather system called El Nino that has gone through British Columbia. And uh, it has been cooler due to this El Nino weather pattern. And the El Nino has warm weather and has warm weather and dry, drier weather, and it's affecting the ecosystem. So it's actually improved. That sounds really cool, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, the third question is, where have you noticed more animals disappearing? Right here where I live, um, there's a lot of houses being built and communities, and it's all really, really growing. And with that, there's highways. And when you have houses and communities and highways being built, then you're, you're clear-cutting the forests, and then the animals aren't, have nowhere to live. Like, so then they're further away. So you don't see them. They're deeper into their forest, which is now smaller. So that's what I've noticed, and that's why. Um, Question four is, how has the laws changed? Okay, so since we've moved here, um, there's a few things they've done in British Columbia. And they... Uh, the government, the BC government, has mandated uh, that all vehicles be electric powered by the year 2040. So no more gas vehicles, or I guess they can't sell them. And so then BC is currently working towards uh, eliminating the use of natural gas as well for stoves and fireplaces and furnaces. And they really are promoting and actually giving incentives for people to um, buy uh, electric electric water heaters and heat pumps instead of gas furnaces and gas water water heaters. So those are the things we really noticed here. They're really all about eliminating gas, going electric with everything here. 
Um, question five is when you first moved to BC and now how has it changed? Um, well, it has changed quite a bit and I actually made a little list here. So, um, the thing that we noticed, the biggest thing is that pesticides and herbicides. So pesticides are like a chemical that you buy to kill fungus and bacteria and plant diseases and weeds, like sprayed on your lawn or whatever to kill weeds. And then herbicides is something you use to kill things like the snails and the ants and the wasps. And those things, when you want to buy them in a store, you can't just take them off the shelf and buy them. They have them behind um, cages. And before you can actually walk out of the store with it, somebody has to be called and they actually have to talk to you about the use of what you're buying and then how to dispose of the container safely so that, you know, doesn't all those chemicals don't end up in our waters, in our water. So, yeah, and it doesn't end up in the landfills improperly and be disposed and then I guess again, destroying environment, right? And then um, the rodenticides, which is a chemical used to kill rats and mice, can only be met, can only be purchased in really really small amounts. And um, currently, there's a whole bunch of different organizations right now that are rallying around actually not allowing rodenticides at all because what happens with that is you put this poison out, which is what a rodenticide is. And the mouse or a rat will eat it. And then an owl, which we love so much, will come along and scoop down to eat the mouse or rat. But the rat has been poisoned. So then the owl itself dies because now it's been poisoned by the rat or the mouse. So they are really working hard at actually making it so that that is actually illegal here and it can't be used by anyone for that very reason, to save the owls. And I guess maybe the eagles too, they probably do it too. So then the other thing about what has been a big change since we moved here is um, they implemented no plastic straws and no styrofoam containers. They're completely banned here on the island. And um, re- very recently, because it's all about electricity and getting rid of the, the, the oil and, and the gas or whatever, they've recently, they've um, got, uh, you know, those big ferries where people come across the ferry from Vancouver over to Victoria or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, they have one now that's electric. Can you believe it? Electric. And then um, they also have a double-decker bus that they just... They just uh, unveiled about about a month or so ago. And last summer, they um, implemented electric commuter planes. So they're, they're smaller planes. Like you'd fly from, you know, one area to another. Not, not great big commercial planes. But, um, yeah, they're electric as well. And one other thing they got going on here that these are all very different from Saskatchewan, um, uh, bike lanes. In British Columbia, they have there are cities and towns everywhere in British Columbia that are building bike lanes, and they're everywhere. And that's just to promote people from stopping driving cars and riding buses and actually 
going out and using their legs to get from point A to point B on a bicycle. Then there's no there's no fuel emission or anything. That's so, yeah. really cool. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to learn a lot when we moved here about a lot of things here. <laughs> okay, number six is who has made the ecosystem so bad? Okay, so this one, um, it's humans, which I'm sure you'll agree with me. It's humans that are creating that, making the ecosystem so bad. But your grandfather informed me, which I didn't even know, one of the biggest culprits for destroying the ecosystem right now, which is bad for the ecosystem, are cell phones. And do you think people are going to give up their cell phones? It's going to be pretty hard, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't know that. So he, he told me about that this afternoon. And he said the manufacturing and the mining to obtain the material to make them and the equipment to power the towers is destroying the ecosystem. And it's going to be really difficult. People have become, they, they rely on their cell phones, right? Yeah. It's going to be very hard to convince people to quit using cell phones. So, yeah, that's one example of it anyway. Okay, question seven is, why did the ecosystem change and how did it affect you and the animals? Well, it's right here. One of the biggest things is is this whole thing about the forest being clear-cut, basically, like to build houses and to build... Uh, communities and to just to build big highways to so people can commute from point A to point B, and so because of that, um, the the poor animals are really being um, I don't dis- dislocated or they just don't they don't even know they, they a lot of them don't even know where to go and then they're, they're having trouble finding food because their forest is now so small. And so with that, um, they actually come into the communities looking for food. So, you know, like I have a pear tree, so the bears will come and they'll eat the, eat the pears and that's pretty normal and that's okay. And that's doesn't really cause a problem because the pears are only out for a month or so every year or the apple trees or whatever. And they'll come and eat that much like they would have if they were in the forest they would have eaten other things that come off of plants or whatever right so that's okay but what because they're coming into towns people have garbage and they don't secure it properly and bears want garbage and right now we have a really really big problem with that because people are leaving their garbage out they're not securing it and so the bears are getting into it and um What's sad about that is that when they start doing that, then they start to become more aggressive when the, when the food isn't there. And then they become a danger to everybody living there. And so that is promoted all the time about how you have to keep the garbage secure so that the saying here is a fed bear is a dead bear because if a bear becomes aggressive, then um, they actually have to be killed because they won't, they can't be deprogrammed from coming back to the garbage all the time, which is actually kind of sad. That's all. 
Okay, question eight is, how differently is the water from when you first got there and now? Well, this is very interesting. Just, I think it was last year, and maybe even the year before, um, we are finding dolphins here. Not a lot of them, but they're making their way here. And dolphins are a warm water mammal or fish or whatever. I don't know what a dolphin is exactly, but it's like a whale or a seal, right? But they're used to being in warm water. And because the water's becoming warmer, then uh, they've actually been seen or spotted in Victoria and as far north as Camel River, which is way up island. It hits the news when that happens. And it's happened twice now since we moved here. Dolphins have been spotted. That's really cool. That's cool, but not good, right? Because the water's just too warm then, I guess. It's probably not a good thing for the ecosystem, but it's changing. And last question is question nine. What is the worst polluter? The worst polluter in British Columbia is forest fires. Why? Because they give off, when there's a fire, all the burning, it gives off a tremendous amount of CO2 which is a greenhouse gas and it goes into the atmosphere and then it actually affects the ecosystem, not just in British Columbia, but globally because it goes up into the air, into the atmosphere. So the greenhouse effect actually keeps the plants temperature comfortable and keeps life on earth, you know, well and livable. And without it, the world would be frozen, uninhabitable. So these, the, the fires are emitting this gas, which is actually basically destroying the atmosphere. And the more fires we have, the more damage it's doing. That's really cool. I didn't know that. No, I didn't either. Your grandpa knew that. He told <laughs> me yesterday. <laughs> He's a smarty pants. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So... Bit of knowledge for everybody to think about. So that was the podcast for today. Hope you all enjoyed. Okay. Bye. Thanks for having me, Taylor. Of course. Okay. Bye. Bye.